I've been watching The Vow. What the fuck is that? It, yeah, it sounds like an anti-abortion documentary. Um, or like a marriage thing. Yeah, right. Like t- teaching people how to 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 live a better wedding, li- a married life. Yeah, it sounds weird. What the fuck is this shit you're watching? It's actually um, it's about the uh, the Nixium cult up in Albany. Oh, with, uh, okay, Kate yeah. Hearing. Yeah, they made two documentary series about this back-to-back for two different networks. HBO's is called The Vow, which doesn't sound like it's about a... It kind of sounds like it's about a cult, but it sounds more like it's about birth control than anything else. Yeah, that's a little Um, weird. It's a weird name for it. And then there was... uh, There's another one coming out on Stars called Nixum, which makes more sense because it's actually the name of the cult. But uh, that guy just got sentenced to like 120 years for... uh, yeah, for human trafficking and a whole bunch of other things, too. I mean, did we expect anything different? Um, no, because, well, here's the thing. If you just watched The Vow, you probably didn't think he did that much wrong. The Vow doesn't go over some of the worst shit he did. Like, hmm. it goes over some of the bad stuff, but it's like, so he basically, it starts with the premise of he kind of does this, like, self-help. Uh, like MLM kind of thing, kind of like a Tony Robbins where they just come up with like flat platitudes and it's like, you know, you could be it if you believe it kind of deal. And, and really like it kind of outlines a, how easy it is to have a cult, like how easy it is to con people to give you money. (laughs) You just have no soul because like all he had to do was get a bunch of people to tell other people he's really smart like that was the whole basis of it like he had basically like the whole crux of why people thought he was really brilliant was he had a whole bunch of other people running around being like this guy's really smart he scored the highest ever on the iq test which to me is not really like a grand accomplishment right like oh he scored really high on the iq test and you get other people to brag for him there are like serious flaws with iq tests there are. And then not only that, but it's just kind of a weird, like, there, I was listening to somebody else talk about the IQ test, and they're like, yeah, it's kind of weird when people brag about their score on the IQ test. It's like, yeah. I guess it's even weirder when other people brag about your score on the IQ test. <laughs> so that was, like, kind of the start of it. He came up with, like, these very basic platitudes that he stole from, like, a psych book. And so he had this kind of, like self-help group called nixium and they were very like attractive to people like people were and and it was weird because it was like headquartered in albany and basically they had a sex cult inside the regular cult like he was using the big cult to go ahead and help funnel people into his sex cult called das and this is where he really got in trouble right he probably would have gotten away with it if he didn't fuck the kids How do you use that as a cold open? <laughs> he would have gotten away with it too. It wasn't for those damn meddling kids he banged. That's what it was. That's all. That's what it was. He banged all the little kids. Not little kids. They were 15. It was, it was a couple uh, of 15 year old girls. Not little matter. kids, but still kids. Not not like not adults. You that's for can't. sure. You still can't, can't do, that. do that. Can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. So, uh-huh. yeah. He would use them and like, for instance, he got, it was weird because A, if you've ever been to Albany, because I had to go to Albany to get sworn in, not the place where you would stick a sex cult. 
Like they were clearly importing the women. I have never been to Albany and I never hope to. Uh, it was, um, it, it makes sense that like none of the women who were in the sex cult were naturally from Albany. Because again, Albany, like there's just nothing up there. Nobody wants to be there. There's nothing sexy about Albany. <laughs> so it was, uh, it's, a, it's a good documentary. Um, one of them's a little, I would say, tilted to the people who used to be in it to cover their asses. So they had like sources and video footage. So it, it was a good documentary, though. You kind of get a little bit of a glimpse of it. Um, but yeah, so he got convicted of, I believe it was sex trafficking. No, it was human trafficking and uh, racketeering and blackmail. And oh, that was really the trick of it, right? So how they would get the people into the, the sex cult is people in the regular cult will go to other people in the regular cult and be like, hey, we got an even sexier secret cult. But what you got to do is you got to give us some, uh, some collateral. You got to give us some blackmail to make sure you don't tell anybody about our super secret sexy, sexy, sexy cult. Hmm. To which they all went, okay, because that didn't sound at all suspicious. Not that I'm blaming the people who got involved with the dirty blackmail sex cult. So, and then like originally they thought the, the, the sex cult was all women. And apparently like the guy who was the head of Nixium was also the head of DOS. You need like a like an organizational chart for this at this point. And he's like <laughs> secretly, and the, secretly like, the, the head of DOS was Alex Allison Mack, who is an actress from like Smallville. That's how I originally heard of it. I, I googled oh, I, her one I, day. I, I remember hearing about that 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 she was involved. Yes, she was like the head of the sex cult. Yeah, secret. Well, secretly Keith Raniere was the head of the sex cult, and in fact, they would brand symbols onto people who were in the sex cult, and they were his initials. Yeah, it's it. It's some pretty wild shit. <laughs> that, that, it's crazy. It's crazy. Go check out uh, any of them, any any of the documentaries about this, or read some of the the reports. Uh, he was eventually arrested in Mexico because he, I guess, he went on the run because he's like, "Oh shit, I'm about to get arrested." Why do people still go to Mexico? They have extradition. Easy to get to. It's like, oh, like whatever. Like it's like easy. I feel it's like people don't to. realize that. It's like that, yeah, maybe like in like the 50s they didn't extradite, but they do now. <laughs> they might have extradition, but to be fair, like I mean, if you if you go far enough into Mexico, like you, you still need enforcement. And it doesn't mean you, that man, people be... oh. I couldn't give up like modern life to like go live in like the middle of fucking nowhere in Mexico. Like it ain't worth it. Go to jail. Or just not commit the crime because it ain't worth it. Like, what's oh, the point of having a million dollars if I got to go live in, like, a hut? Well, and like I said before, he would have gotten away with it, too, if he just didn't diddle teenagers. Like, his his dick got him in trouble. It's the same thing with, like, every other, like, guy who gets in trouble. You were doing well. You probably got laid already. But, yeah, you didn't get it. You, like, yeah, you just went, you know what? I'm going to – I have to go ahead and stick my dick. Get my dick wet. Bad move. Nah, whatever. He fucked himself. I hope it was worth it. <laughs> Yo, right? Um, so that was the 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 vow, which I, I recommend it's like people. It's the least of the problems going on in the world right now. Well, keep in mind that this thing kind of got like there's still members of the Nixium, but generally speaking, 
there's more it, it, it basically was kind of the big parts of it that were closed down a few years ago but you will learn a bit about like how you get something like a cult like how this stuff happens how people end up in it so it, it was okay it, like again like i don't i don't imagine myself ever falling in line with a sex cult or a regular cult cults are weird they but are. the team the cults are 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 okay <laughs> what's a different kind of cult it's true it's with an o um so that was like part of that's just been hitting the the news recently he got you know he, he went to got got uh what's it called he got his sentencing on that and uh allison mack is still i think under house arrest i don't know if she's been under i don't know if she's gotten her what's it called her her sentencing or she's pled to something and she pled to racketeering so outside of that been a crazy news week i mean it's, it's always a crazy news week in the year 2020 this is true like it's it, it's, it's to where like i'm conditioned to not give a fuck anymore this is true um we did get like a little bit of a supreme court uh movement amy coney barrett's now a member of the supreme court eh, we all knew that was gonna happen um democrats decided to be like you will rule the day so but like here's the thing though like i feel like everyone has hot takes and like i'm gonna like go back to my usual line about supreme court stuff or like i'm gonna i'm gonna preface this with i believe the court has lost a lot of legitimacy this year and like i don't give a fuck about what they think anymore i just don't care like okay whatever you guys are gonna do whatever you want to do so be it i don't revere you um and honestly, I'm pretty sure most people don't either. However, I kind of put myself in, in Barrett's shoes. I'm like, what would I do, right? And, like, I don't really blame her. Like, I'm probably like, yeah, I'll take the appointment. Because, like, I'm not 100% sure she's going to do what McConnell thinks she's going to do. Yeah, um, well, so... Like, th this, it would not be the first time they are disappointed by one of their Supreme Court nominations. Oh, no, I mean, and they it, were... When it's like, I could see Barrett just being like, sure, put me on the court, and then just, like, acts normal. I don't know how well that's going to go. I don't know if that's going to be the I'm not, case. I'm I wouldn't not be saying shocked. that is the case. I'm saying it is a very real possibility that she's just going to be like, all I got to do is get through this shit. And then, like, it's not like if I don't overturn Roe, the Republicans can revoke my nomination. Like, they this can't is true. do that. Because, like, I'm, I'm thinking about this. What is in it for Barrett? Like, like, when you get to that level, what is in it? Because, like... <sighs> Man, you, you get to be on the court, but history is going to remember you, like, as kind of a shitty pick. Like, it's not going to – this will not be remembered fondly, I'm sure. And so, like, I feel like she doesn't have any real incentive to, like, fuck up the court if she cares about her legacy at all. Yeah. Hence why um... Roberts is just like, fuck what they want. I don't care. Well, that I, I agree with is that we've seen some of the justices kind of um, not do what everybody thought they should do or would do. See, but like I've always kind of known that like Supreme Court justices, 
the liberal ones tend to stay the same and the conservative ones swing left over time. Like, that's always been the case. Like, this is probably not any different. Even Scalia swung left over time. Maybe not as much as people would have liked, but he did. I think it's more along the lines of there's there's two different um, views of the Supreme Court, right? There is like the there's like two different types of cases. There are the societal interpersonal cases, the the abortions and the gay marriages of the world. And those seem to mean a lot more in like topical discussion. Those are the things that like we as regular people pay attention to. But then there's also like the corporate decisions, the citizens united, the the things that actually probably affect more court cases and more everyday lives, but we don't pay attention to them because they're not sexy, right? They're, um, you know, whether it's the, the changes in how, uh, in how the court views uh, complaints in federal court or things like along the lines of, uh, like I was saying before, Citizens United, these things that are more corporate money related. And I think as long as the conservative side of the Supreme Court gets those cases and gets those through, they care less about the, like you were talking about last time, the culture war. I don't think that's true. I think it is the exact opposite. I think they care about the culture war and the other shit's just extra. And Citizens United is just a means by which they can win the culture war. Republicans had all three, they, they had the trifecta for a while and they didn't get shit done. They can't govern so what else is there for them to fall back on culture war they they can't they cannot make a case that they govern better than democrats because you had both houses and the presidency and you couldn't do shit the only thing you passed was a tax cut Hmm. one fucking thing so what is your case for getting reelected? culture war you don't have to do anything. In fact, you're better off with culture war shit when you're losing it. Because then if you win the culture war, you don't really have much of a case. But like that's my point is the culture war thing is what everybody pays attention to on our level, right? Like the the, the little people, the people who aren't big money, who aren't like funding, like the getting these judges on the Supreme Court. That's what, you know, the average person pays attention to. But the reality is the things that affect most people's lives that like most average person's lives are these corporate opinions that nobody pays attention to things like the gerrymandering cases or the election law cases. The thing with gerrymandering though, was like, you don't need to win the Supreme court to like fix gerrymandering. Like liberals just need to fucking vote in state elections. Like that's it. That's all you have to do to fix that. That's what you like you don't need to make gerrymandering unconstitutional. You could just like actually give a fuck about something that's not the presidency, which has always been a problem on the left. That like, oh, we're gonna vote for president and then like fuck the midterms. Well, that's always been a problem with the Democratic Party is getting people to come out to yeah. vote. So get your shit together. No, I hundred percent. If you don't want gerrymandering, well, then you're gonna have to start kicking these assholes out of the state, out of well, the state legislatures. Okay, t- simple as that. Okay, maybe not gerrymandering, but think of things like the Voting Rights Act, where the Supreme Court, you know, basically. But, but this is also fixable in the states. 
there's no restriction saying the states can't enact their own voting rights act um well no but the voting rights act is a federal thing well, you get my, you get my point though the states because they administer their own elections could make state laws that just say hey you can't do x or y well they certainly can but the purpose of the voting rights voting rights act was to sit there and say listen we we have states that have Dude, if if Alabama built in. if Alabama wants to be an asshole about voting rights fucking let them cuz Democrats are not going to win Alabama anyway like who cares as long as you can win the swing states if you can if you can pass like better like I, I hate to be the one to like be all electoral about it but if you can pass like better laws for voting in like Pennsylvania Michigan and Wisconsin that's all you need like fuck the fuck the deep south. Who cares? I don't know about that because you. Still I'm have not. To... I'm not saying it's ideal. I'm saying it's effective. I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. That... Okay. Do you honestly believe that like there would be okay? <laughs> if like like. Like these deep South states, Democrats are never going to win them anyway. So, like, who cares? Like, well, it, look at it, a state. It makes no practical difference in my in my head. Well, wait a second. Look at a state like uh, South Carolina or South Georgia. Car- South Carolina, I'm a little iffy on. Georgia, one of those states, they have a shot. But that's what I'm saying. If or Texas. Can, if you, well, Texas is weird. I don't even want to talk about Texas. But my my point is, is that these things change over time. People move there. And you have things like purging the voter rules or trying to make it harder for but people to can, to vote. That by winning the state legislature. Yeah, but you have to be able to vote to do that. And if they're purging the voter rolls and suppressing suppressing votes, you can't do that. Mm, I still think it's doable. It makes it a lot harder. Well, you got to get your shit together. No one ever said change was easy. Yeah, I, again, like if they're if they're making it harder than just the regular win, that's not really democracy anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe I'm just cynical, and like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like this is just this is just what we've been given, and this is what I've come to expect. Fair enough. Um, so with Amy Coney Barrett came. Uh, now, the, the conservatives have the Supreme Court, but uh, actually some of the most recent decisions specifically about election law, specifically about Wisconsin, PA, North Carolina, um, she didn't actually sit on those cases because um, well, she, it was weird. She, I, she didn't vote on them. She said she wasn't prepared to, to vote on them. So there was some suggestion that maybe this was her kind of saying like, hey, I'm not going to... I hey, might I'm, re- not, I'm not going to be the absolute worst like you think I'm going to be. Yeah. Like, I'm not going like, to just be a hack. And like, Which I'm, I'm be, actually kind of impressed by. I'm going to be very honest with you. I'd probably do the same shit. Like, I, if I were in her shoes, I would like, fine, McConnell, fucking ram me through. And then I'm just not going to do what you want me to do. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't have to care what you think. <laughs> like, because I, even like, like, like I would not do that because I give a fuck about how I'm going to be remembered. Once you get to that level, like like Supreme Court justices don't even make that much money. She could probably make more in the private sector if money was her goal. It's about I'm going to assume it's about prestige for her, and it's going to look really bad in like 50 years if you fucked everything up. <laughs> 
because no one's going to forget about it. That's true. I mean, I'm guessing that's why that, – I mean, that really has been the Roberts thing, why, like, Justice Roberts has been very hardcore on stare decisis and not wanting to change any kind of precedence. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's what continues to happen. I mean, we've seen a little bit of diversion, both from Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. Kavanaugh is a fucking weirdo, man. Well, because that's what that was really a big part of the last week was he's been in the news a lot because of he wrote a concurrence on the Wisconsin opinion that was horribly written, that misstated the law, both on election law as to when uh, votes are counted as to who runs the election. So he misstated a lot of things. He even cited to um, Rehnquist's concurrence, which was a lot more conservative in Bush v. Gore. He made a lot of, he made a lot of statements that were um, in, this, in this very weird concurrence okay. in the Wisconsin case okay. that made in, people go... In layman's terms, he's just an idiot. Yeah. Either that or he hired very bad clerks. Yeah, he's either an idiot or he hired bad clerks. Or both. Or, Those things or are he's a hack. Exclusive. But, but then... But, like, but I'm not sure, though. He's... Well, then, yes. Kavanaugh is a mixed bag, man. You, you flip a coin with him. <laughs> well, that was what happened. Then you had the PA case and the, and the North Carolina case where he voted against the conservatives. Heyman Roberts voted against Gorsuch, Alito, and, um, and Thomas... To, to keep those rules in place that these states like ex- extended um, the uh, the absentee ballot deadlines. So I wonder if like Kavanaugh is playing the same game as like Roberts, but maybe like a little, a little less tact, where he's like, I, I'm gonna be a little bit of a hack because that's how like that's why they put me here. Um, but I'm gonna make it so I'm not the fucking worst. <laughs> I think there is some truth to that. Give I them think... like a carrot and the stick. <laughs> the cons- of the well, Republic. I'll give you this one, like you know, Kavanaugh take it. Kavanaugh giveth and he taketh away. Well, that kind of happened. <laughs> that was some discussion over the summer, right? It was Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh was very big on the political way of handling the Supreme Court. He didn't really want to deal with the Trump tax return case or the. Um, he he didn't want to deal with the Trump tax return case. He was one of the ones who wanted to send it back down and just leave it at where it was at. He was also, uh, he 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 was very much a proponent of using the shadow docket and kind of doing these like, listen, we're, we're going to leave him on the the current federal case precedent and knock it down. And it seems like to me that Roberts. And at least one, uh, you know, like seems to Roberts seems to be spearheading this, but it seems like Roberts is convincing the conservative justices because he has this big worry about a the legitimacy of the Supreme Court while he's on it, and the potential of like start, you know, going against story decisis, and even you know the big worry of down the line, you know, the big worry right now is that once the Democrats get in, are they going to expand the Supreme Court? I think. Roberts kind of wants to not give them a reason to expand the Supreme Court. I think he's going to be disappointed on that. Well, yeah. But we saw this is what we saw 100 years ago when they talked about expanding the Supreme Court. They talked about expanding the Supreme Court and packing the Supreme Court. And what happened was, is the Supreme Court said, hang on one second, buddy. We'll we'll change what we've been doing. It it, it, it makes you wonder if, like, we're going to get, like, a bunch of, like, like five, four liberal decisions. I I have to wonder, 
do you think like the conservative justices are like, getting together and being like, all right, we have to give it to them five four. Who's gonna vote for something they don't believe in this time? Like they're just playing the game where it's like, all right, I'll vote for this one. <laughs> no, I I actually do think that that's the case. I do agree with that. I think that's kind of what they've been doing. Is either that or the... Roberts is literally threatening to kick their asses. <laughs> He's like, just like I, taking them in the I, back. He's like, I'm gonna give I, you a noogie. I, I will literally murder you if you ruin this. <laughs> Don't you ruin this for me? This is my Supreme Court. I am the John Roberts. Oh man. I don't know, but see, I don't think that's enough, though. I think McConnell already kind of sealed that fate if if the Democrats win the Senate. I, I don't think there's going to be a way around it for them. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I think that there, there seems to be enough of a push in the Democratic Party. Schumer seems to be hinting at it. Um, Murphy up in Connecticut. There's, there's quite a few... Um, there's quite a few senators who are saying that they are very big on, and and also people in the House because you need control for both houses to to make this new law to expand the Supreme Court. So it, it sounds like there is some support for it. It's how much support, and that's going to come down to this election. How many people? How many senators get? How many Democratic senators win? I um. And there, and we talked about. There's a lot of interesting races right now. Uh, it could go a lot of different ways. Hmm. So, you know, everything from Texas is having a little bit of a, a competitive race, and South Carolina, and Georgia, and North Carolina has been a really competitive race. I know it's it's been like a fascinating election year. Yeah, um, I think people are pissed. I think people are tired. Tired of Trump's bullshit. Tired of Trump's bullshit. I mean, like, tired of the mishandling of coronavirus. I like. I know this is purely anecdotal, but like, the, one of the things I've noticed that's happening around me is like, uh, despite being uh, brown, I still am half white, and I have like a lot of conservative white family. Yes. And I'm As kind of and I'm kind of noticing like even they're kind of like, all right, Trump's an asshole, fuck him. Yeah. So here's And it's like my... that's like an indicator because that wasn't happening in twenty sixteen. In twenty sixteen, they were saying Trump's an asshole, but fuck Hillary Clinton. And now yes. they're saying Trump's an asshole, fuck him. So I, my big worry going into this election was a lot of conservatives or a lot of people who had previously voted for Trump buy into the sunk cost fallacy whereas like they almost kind of have like a psychological addiction to voting for trump because hey i already voted for this guy i now need to kind of like reason away his stupidity and that's a real thing like i do i've met a lot of people who are trump supporters who are still pro-trump and they're the ones who will defend him till the day he dies but then there's like i have met a couple who have changed their their position like there's like Trump is always going to have like uh, a thirty-ish percent of the electorate. Like that that's just how that works. He's always gonna have a base, but he's just he's just not doing well among like the people he needs to persuade. Did you uh did you move away from your microphone? No. Did it sound like I did? Oh, uh, it, it, for some reason it went down for a second. Oh. 
have a headset with a boom mic, so it moves with me. What's up? So I have a headset with a boom mic, so it moves when I move. Did you? Did your cord come out or something, or is it? So maybe it's me. What's up? Is this better? Uh, can you hear me now? I, I can hear you. I've heard you the whole time. For some reason, it went down. Like your 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 recording levels went down a lot. That's weird. I mean, the mic literally in front of my face. Uh, yeah, it went down a lot. It's say something. Is it, is it still down? Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. Is it a volume thing or did it come unplugged? No, it's a wireless headset, so it doesn't come unplugged. Uh, I was wondering maybe you lost reception then. I don't know. No, it shouldn't have. Oh, it's starting to sound a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, no- nothing's different on my end at all. Oh, now it, it's a lot better now. Oh, you, you know what it could have been? Maybe because I, I just plugged the power cord back in. Maybe my battery's low. Uh, that was it. Me. Let me, I, I, I can test this. I can, let me just look at that real quick. What is it? Oh, no. Even without the cord, it was at 63%. No, and it, it's still better now. It's, it, it just is better it, now. Is it better now? Yeah. Well, I, I unplugged it again. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, it's still fine. Like, I don't, it, uh, it went out for a little bit, but who knows? Technology's weird. Thank you for coming to, we are trying to figure out the microphone podcast. <laughs> um, Anyway, where were we on this? Uh, we were talking about uh, the election and like anecdotal evidence. Yes, the anecdotal, the best kind of evidence, right? Is anecdotal. I mean, I'll be the first one to say just because like my uncle who like, you know, believes that they shouldn't ban the Confederate flag is like Trump's an asshole. Fuck him. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that Biden's going to win. <laughs> but, no, so... <laughs> but, I, it's, but, I, but it's an indicator. It means something. I just don't know what. <laughs> so I actually, this is what I was getting to, is I know at least one or two people who voted for Trump who are not voting for Trump this time. And you don't need a huge amount of the people who voted for Trump last time to not vote for Trump for him to lose. Yeah, because people don't realize, I think, he, what, what are you in Pennsylvania, like one point? Yeah, it was like, it was like twenty thousand in one state, eighty thousand in another state. It's like you're talking about yeah, like fractions was, of a percent. It, it's weird. I think people have forgotten he won by very narrow margins, and so like the 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 slightest loss of 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 support in those key swing states fucks him hard. Yeah. No, it's true. And again, if there if you get maybe. 10% of the people who voted for Trump last time to be like, which it, that's not a huge amount. So if you get 10% to say, you know what, we're not voting for Trump this time, we're tired of him, or I don't want to be associated with him. I know one person who, who was a Trump, who voted for Trump last time, who's voting for Biden. And, but I also know a lot of, but again, if you get 10% to defect, that changes his you know, whole electorate. The weird thing for me is the people that I know that are like defecting to Biden, this is not like a recent thing. It's been a long time where they've been like, fuck Trump. Like they gave him like a year and then they're <laughs> like, okay, like he's not doing the shit he said. And frankly, that's true. Trump ran as a populist and he has not governed as one. No, he's been basically a corporatist if you've been paying attention. Depend, I think it also depends on where you get your news. 
he's, like if you a, get, he's been a pretty typical Republican president. Yeah. Which corporate. Corporate hacks. It's basically Republicanism. Um, Just a quick to touch on that Wisconsin, the difference between that Wisconsin, the PA case and the North Carolina case. I, I do think the distinction that they made, the biggest distinction and the one that separated those three cases was that the Wisconsin case where they, they struck down the lower courts uh, changing of the election law. They and extending the, the the ballot deadline was based off of they they went to the federal courts to get the extension for that. Uh, whereas the Pennsylvania court and the North Carolina courts were state rules. So basically, the the Supreme Court was basically saying, "Hey, we're not going to override state law, interpreting state law." Well, they argue we might not even be able to override state law. Well, I mean, they they, they can. But it's a much harder case to make. I mean, they've done it before. I, they, yeah, I and that's listen, gonna, that's you gonna had, look really bad if you do. Yeah, but you have three members of the Supreme Court who are sitting there saying we should override it. So, uh, but see, I wonder if they play this game where they're like, "All right, we're not so we don't piss off like you know McConnell." We'll, you know, we'll vote for it even though we don't really like. I, I could totally see that game being played. Oh, absolutely. We're like they they decide like all right we're this is what it's gonna be and who's gonna vote for what even if I don't necessarily agree because like they don't have to give a shit their records don't matter for the future at all they can do whatever they want they are accountable to none yeah it's true this is true I mean, uh, I mean, if I were on Supreme Court and you know Roberts asked me to like vote for something I didn't believe in, I'd probably do it. I would assume that there's some grand strategy there, some grand scheme that I'm simply unaware of. I'm like, whatever, I don't give a shit. As yeah, long as I, as I long mean, as I got the outcome I wanted, I would have no problem being the bad guy. Yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying there. And I, listen, we kind of know why uh, Roberts is going the way he's going. The question is, is long term, how does this all break out? Right? That's I what kind of people are worried about. And like we're saying, I, like, it I, does I, sound like the Democrats are going towards, you know, expanding the Supreme Court. I mean, I still say. If the Republicans want the Supreme Court to strike down Roe, let them and then let them live with the consequences, because I guarantee it will not be good. Any state that decides to ban abortion is going to get fucked. I guarantee it. It, it, it. It's not a smart move. This is true. Um, I, it's kind of true. It's. Because here's I, I agree with you on dude, the concept dude, that we now live in a different age. Companies pulled out of North Carolina over the bathroom bill, something yeah. that was completely unenforceable. That was a, basically a waste of everyone's time. Do you honestly think companies are like if Ohio decided, oh, we're going to ban abortion, a bunch of companies are going to fucking pull out of Ohio? No, I agree. I and that, I You'd agree like, with you on it. that. Like, fuck you and your economy if that's what you want to do. And like, you know what? If that's if that's the game you want to play, fine. And again, as I've said before, I know there will be suffering, and I know that's not ideal, and I'm not wishing it on anyone. But, like, if you want to 
you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, man. I yeah. just, it, it's just unfortunate that other people's lives uh, depend on it. But if you got to learn a lesson, you got to learn a lesson. No, I, I agree with you here on, on that one, uh, on, on that partially where it's, you're going to get like, so when Roe v. Wade was, was decided, we didn't have 40 years of living with those rights or 50 years of living. I was going to say rights. it's been more than 40 years, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was so, about to say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The, the math, man, the math. It's 2020 doing the divisions to, to get to the numbers. I, I have a harder time at this point. The, the Corona brain is, is striking me at this point. Um, <laughs> no, but like what I'm saying is you have had this built in people living with this, these rights. This is part of the reason why the Supreme Court's not overly eager to get rid of it. It makes me think that like, I'm starting to wonder, like I, these justices aren't stupid. I'm yeah. starting to wonder if they like know this and they're just like, you know what? We're just going to keep on giving it like five fours. And you know, someone's just going to have to defect and draw the ire of Mitch McConnell. Yeah, keep stringing them along. Um, but that being said, I wouldn't be shocked if this is the last time we've seen a 5-4 decision and they start restricting abortion rights. Like, I could totally see that being part of it going forward. I don't know. It, it would be really hard to do that, though. Like, what would that opinion even say? That we have dealt with this countless times since it came up but finally this time we have decided actually you know what fuck you we were wrong like yep. that's that I, I can't see it happening who who is gonna want to go down in history as the justice who fucking wrote that opinion alito i don't i i don't know man i 100 percent can buy that one that Alito or Thomas or I could also buy them to someone defecting as well. Like I could buy it going either direction, but um, you're right. It might be just, we get another five, four decision. And not, and not to mention whoever gets to write the dissent that will go down in history. This is true. It's like you're, you're, you're setting it up to look like such a fucking dick 50 years from now, man. And like, do you do you really not care about how you will be remembered? Because like, once you get to that level, like that's all that matters. And like, money doesn't mean shit. Yeah. And I, and I have a hard time believing anyone on the Supreme Court actually gives a fuck about unborn children. I I I don't no. think they give a damn. And I'm going to be very honest with you. I kind of don't either. <laughs> I know that. God, if I ever run for office, this is going to fuck me so hard. <laughs> you know, he, uh, he did a podcast <laughs> called Punk Club 101. No, no lie. I would just own it and say, yes, I said that. And I don't well, care. <laughs> vote and, and vote for me or not. You. People would respect like, you for it. Like, like, hey, vote for me or not, man. I said it. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I didn't know Coca-Cola came out with an energy drink. That's yeah. insane. It's like Coke energy. It's Which, all right. I thought Coke Energy was Coke. But, uh, yeah, there, there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> like, I didn't know they had cocaine. I, I'm, I have the. Like, I say, are you watching a commercial for this? It's a little random. To bring up. <laughs> yeah, it just came up. I was. I have the uh, Falcons uh, Panthers game on in the background. 
wow. um, on silent. And I just saw this weird, I've never seen this before. I didn't know Coke was coming out with their own energy drink. So, so what's really funny is like Amazon is like trying to get me to like subscribe to like their football package. So they have like six snippets of the game live on their main page. So like, I'm also watching the Falcons Panthers game, yeah. but like in like, little chunks of like 30 seconds when they decided to go back to the broadcast <laughs> they have a subscription app for it as well on amazon because i'm pretty sure amazon can air some of the games full on out <laughs> i don't know they have like a they have a, they're trying to get me to buy nfl game pass oh yeah nfl game pass is that's like but, but, but they're showing parts of the game live to like entice me yeah, I know you can now, like, there's, like, certain things you can go through Amazon Prime to use, like DC Universe and uh, what was the other thing? Like, uh, the Nicktoons app. Like, a lot of the more niche online streaming services, they, they are now kind of, like, add-ons on Amazon Prime. So, I'm just going to be very honest, man. Like, fuck streaming services. I've just gone back to pirating. <laughs> there's too many. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. And by pirating, you mean like taking your your vote on the seven seas and stealing DVDs off of giant barges? No, literally, I mean I have a VPN, and I just steal stuff off the internet. And like, good luck prosecuting me because according to my VPN, I'm in China. <laughs> he, we are not condoning or endorsing this method of. No, um, no, fuck it. I am condoning it. Fuck these companies. Steal their shit. Get a VPN. I have private internet access. It's fucking great. We're not. You should, paid. Probably, you should probably wait till we're. Uh, what's it called? Um, till we have a sponsor that's a VPN because they seem to be very big sponsors of podcasts. <laughs> you just start start like plugging VPN. Right, fine, fine. Us. I'm I'm gonna plug private internet access, and that one's for free. You can just have that. <laughs> this is brought to you by a private VPN. But. No, fuck these companies. Steal their shit. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're getting close to the end of this. Uh, did you vote already? No. No. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm just gonna go do it. I have the day off. You're gonna and drop as, off your mail-in ballot. Yeah. And as I've said before, I've already gotten the virus. I'll be fine. I will survive. Yeah, I already, I already dropped mine off. I was like, I'm going to get this done with. Even though New Jersey, I, I'm actually, like I said, I'm not, I don't care about the, um, I don't care about the, like, I, I care about the presidential election, but like we've said before, being in New Jersey, it's kind of like, you already know where your state's going. Yep. That's but the there's other things on the ballot. I'm not, I'm not incentivized to care. You're not incentivized to care about the Electoral College? Well, we we or, live in New Jersey. Yeah. Biden's no, I didn't know if you were saying like, that the, I didn't know if you were saying that the other like things on there. Biden's up like 24 in New Jersey. He's, he's going to win New Jersey. Yet I've never seen a Biden truck. Although I did see that one giant, like, Trump truck when we were down in going to move Kenny in. Well, because no one, no one, because everyone knows. Everyone knows who Biden is. Well, no, everyone knows like that they're gonna that he's gonna win New Jersey. Like it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. 
I'm just saying, I didn't see any like giant trucks with Biden's name on them. But I remember when we went down to go move Kenny in, yeah, like 23 Trump trucks moving down the, the highway. It was such a strange thing to see. Yeah. New Jersey hasn't gone red since 88. Yeah, I think we're safe on that. I, like I said, I think it's more for me, it's the other things on the ballot Congress, Senate, um, and also, God. you know. Legalization like, of marriage. The one I like, can't imagine a world where New Jersey is like a red state. <laughs> like my... <laughs> yeah, I don't see that happening either. That's I mean, we so did weird. have a we did have a Republican governor though. Yeah, but eh, Christie's just a fat fuck. He's not a. He's not. I mean, I guess Christie is kind of a hack. Oh yeah. Oh, he's even more of a hack. Like I, he's. He's become like the biggest. Sh- I mean, he's back to sucking Trump's uh, begonias. Like he, he was coaching Trump on how to debate people after Trump basically bitch slapped him the last time. He was like, he helped Trump get elected, and then Trump said, "You know what? Fuck you. You're not in my my cabinet." And now he's still helping Trump. It's weird because like I'm actually looking at like a graph of like New Jersey's voting history, and it very much is like going back and forth. Like the the bands of like going blue are much bigger than the bands of going red, but like it makes you wonder like, is there a world where New Jersey goes red in the future? I don't know. I find getting... it hard to believe, but I guess it could happen. I don't think so because i think you're more likely either a going to get some more independent parties starting to it or it'll turn into like what california is where it's almost like you have here's an interesting fun fact um like new jersey's fourth district the district i am from is the only district in new jersey that has voted republican consistently since 1982 wow or been republican since 1982 i should say uh and it is also currently the only republican district in new jersey which is surprising yeah, my district used to be Republican, and I think a couple of years ago, Josh Gottheimer took it over. Yep. New Jersey 4 is a weird fucking district, because it, New Jersey 4 includes Asbury Park. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like this dot of blue in a sea of red. <laughs> there, was, there was something, I followed the Asbury Park press, and they posted something recently. That was like very like, oh, what is this? I guess they were they had some kind of like town council thing that they were mad because somebody on the the town council sued the town or something. Whatever. But yeah, like every poll puts Biden up like 25 or better in New Jersey. It's we live in a blue state. Let's just be real. Like I said, my worry has nothing to do with Biden. It has more to do with um, really just that one ballot question even though there's three this year on the New Jersey ballots. One's for the legalization of the marijuana. One is for extending the time to redraw the districts uh, due to COVID. I know the sexiest question of them all. (laughs) And they're all our questions on the back of the ballot. So you might not even notice that they're there. Still, um, yeah, Jersey's like local elections are more in the odd years, whereas the even years are our federal shit, which is kind of a good way to do it. Makes uh, you vote every year. It's a weird state. 
They're all weird states. I suppose. I'm actually kind of just shocked at how, like, how the polls have been looking because it all kind of looks just weird. I'm not. They've been incredibly stable. Some of them, but like again, like the swing states are still very swingy. They, they look like they go out on the weekends and cheat on their wives, hmm. or take their watch their wives get banged. It's it's just been such an odd year. Just like odd. just. I, I don't know, man. This COVID you, COVID did every COVID changed everything. You're gonna you. stay up late and like watch the results come in. We might not know for days. I mean, we'll probably I have mean, a, an idea. It's, it's entirely possible that we will, though. Like, okay, will will we have certified, um, you know, results right away? Probably not. But like, if like Pennsylvania and Florida get their shit together. We might know in the early hours. Yeah, I think. Um, and honestly, let's be real, because if I remember correct, Florida is pretty good about counting their ballots. If Florida reports for Biden, it's over. It's done. If Florida reports for Biden, if Texas reports for Biden. OK, Texas isn't going to. Let's be real. Texas North Carolina gonna. votes for if, Biden. If Trump, if Biden wins Texas, something's wrong. Like, uh, that's. Uh, do I think Texas could go blue? Sure, eventually, but not now. Um. Well, I think it's going to eventually go blue in the next few years. Probably, especially if people keep moving there. Yeah. Well, especially after you know, with coronavirus and people moving out of California and people who were, you know, who were looking to buy. You know, it's basically become. Like when people up in our area by New Jersey and New York move out of the area, like they move to Pennsylvania to retire or Florida. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, I guess the real question is, is, does Biden win? Which I think a lot of people are sitting there thinking that's probably pretty sure. Um, because of the polls, although it's not guaranteed. And then the real other question is, do they win the Senate? And I think that's the bigger question. I think you had brought that up. It's like they still have to win the Senate, even if Biden wins. Yep. Now, if you look at I, if you look at the the places where they're being, you know, I, uh, there's a lot of them that are competitive right now. And how many do Democrats have to win? Three. Well, it depends. Three, if Doug Jones keeps his seat in Alabama. Yeah. Which is unlikely. So assuming that he loses four. Mm. And there's a couple of them that are new, and there's a couple of them that are like Colorado is a big one, Maine, North Carolina. But then there's ones that, like, you almost didn't think were going to be competitive. And now, like, Jamie Harrison, by the way, I dig that, dude. That's maybe my new favorite, like, Senate candidate. Because hmm. he, he's actually been kind of – he was fun to watch. Um, His debate with Lindsey Graham was really good. Uh, per, I think it's the guy that's going up against Purdue 
had a very good debate as well down in um, Georgia. So it, it's going to be an interesting night. Now, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of the issues also of voter suppression, which is kind of what I was going into is, uh, earlier was like, you know, it's not like part of the issue is you got to make sure that you are able to get these votes counted going into the future. And that's like one of the worries, like, you know, you might take the L on say something along the lines of uh, what's it called? You might take the L on abortion or like, like you were saying the, uh, the social justice stuff. But if you're, if you're going ahead and maintaining dominance, again, that's why the voting rights act was such a big deal. The fact that they gutted it. Mm. So, eh. with some last, you have any like last parting thoughts? Because I think it might be the last one we do before the election. Mm, I mean, not really. It's just so up in the air, right? Like, I don't really even know what to think. I'm just did you kind see of, the? Did you mm. see the last uh, debate? No. Yeah. <laughs> I I did hear it was um much more uh reasonable than the than the first one. It didn't look like two people who were totally out of their mind arguing. Yeah, okay. It still wasn't great. It was still okay. Mm. I will say this, I've seen some uh some things from Obama cuz he's been down in Florida doing like yeah, drive-in. I, I, yeah, hasn't Obama been like doing stuff? I'll tell you, man. Hearing him talk is like, oh my god, that's a breath of fresh air. I forgot there were people who could speak. I remember when it was like when I had a president that I actually thought was smarter than me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why people vote for Trump. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? No. All right. Well, then vote for him. <laughs> I oh, I, I did a, I did a couple of bits. A lot of the stuff that we've been talking about tonight. That like I, I did a couple of bits the other night. I went to an open mic and I definitely pissed off another stand-up comic because I made Why? a couple of jokes about Trump. Mostly like innocuous stuff that wasn't even directed at Trump. Like I just made fun of I made fun of Amy Coney Barrett and the fact that everybody was patting her on the back for being a mom of school age children. Like that's not special. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. First off, you're a, you're an attorney. You were a uh, you were a professor at Notre Dame Law School, and then you ended up becoming a federal judge. Like all of those things pay really well in her position, like where she was. Yeah, and what like, she was doing. What you've done is not special. I'm sorry. Like literally, the, only... the vast majority of women in the country are moms of school age children. So. And not for nothing, all the Congrats. other women on the Supreme Court have been mothers. It's just they weren't mothers of school-age children at the same time. I'm more impressed if you're a mother of school-age children and you work at Dunkin' Donuts or McDonald's. Yeah, that's that's a bit more like, how the fuck do you manage that? <laughs> right? Like, imagine being a single mom working at Mickey D's. Must be hard getting laid. Like, it's just like, yeah, sure, she has school-age kids, but like, she's like, in a really good spot so she's fine <laughs> like she's and, be and okay. she has a husband and like you know you have help and it's like there's just so much to it that i'm, I'm just like that's not special by the way she doesn't have to be that much more special she's already a supreme court justice you don't need to tag on the first whatever like you needed to like specialize or differentiate it for some weird reason like this is the first mother of school-aged children over the age of seven 
I mean, I guess it's a thing, but it's just like, nah. Like, what's next? Like, the next Supreme Court justice? This is the first Supreme Court justice to have puppies. <laughs> like, what's so, like, this is so weird that we do this. And we, we've done this with other things, too. But it is one of those things that it's weird that Republicans are padding. Like, I guess they had to come up with something, like, to help, you know, kind of make it like, see, you're attacking a mom. What are you doing? <laughs> How dare you? She's a mother of school-aged children. Whatever. So I made fun of that for a little bit, which kind of got some react, like, like, okay reactions. But then I guess the guy after like one or two after me was really pissed off. But I also made a couple of other jokes, um, more about the people who like Trump. Like one was about the Trump trucks, right? Where we were driving down to Tom's River, God, and somebody that's just so fucking weird. <laughs> and somebody puts Trump's face on the side of their truck, and I'm just like, um. I what why like I like I love my nephew but I would never put his face on the side of my car yeah like it, I would I would never like put Biden's face on like anything that I own Biden I dude I I'm talking about people I know like forget yeah, it like, somebody like, I don't, don't even know saying, is even weirder like, it's kind of fucking creepy man like nah, don't do that I'm just gonna show up at Kenny's house one day with his face on the side of my car and ask him how he feels about that <laughs> What the heck is wrong with you? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> like, it's such a weird thing to put somebody's face on your car. How was Kenny doing anyway? Uh, he's still getting settled in. They're like, they're slowly moved in. I think his parents brought some more stuff over there a couple weeks ago. Good for him. Yeah, you should go down there and mess with them. I mean, tell me when, I'm down. Yeah, we got because we've got to get that fire pit going. I was looking at things to buy for him, man. I was telling you, you know, the, the hot tub, the sauna, an awning, just like something like really do up the backyard. I still say we just show up on Saturday, man. I'm going to be down that way anyway. Hmm. That's doable. My, my, my girlfriend's dad lives down that way. We're going to like stop by there. So like I will be down that. I will uh -huh. actually be like 20 minutes from not not even 20 minutes actually like 10 minutes from his house on Saturday anyway. So if you want to do it, man, let's crash his fucking house and be like, "Fuck you, happy Halloween." <laughs> it would be funny. We go down there and he's not even there. Kenny doesn't go anywhere. This is true. Um, worst case scenario, he's like out buying Burger King or something. You text him. It's like the one day he's had something to do. That's never gonna happen. Um, oh, and then the other joke I did was about uh, do, you, do you know who um, Oh, what's his name? Colby Covington is Who? Colby Covington He's a UFC fighter I don't really follow UFC He got very famous like the last year Because he's like a big MAGA supporter and he got he he had a fight recently with Tyron Woodley, and in the after the fight, he calls up Donald Trump, and Donald Trump congratulates him. And he Donald Trump didn't sound like he remembered who Colby Covington was. Like he forgot mm. the guy's name. Like he started going like, "Yeah, you're my dude, my guy. Yeah, the guy you fought was big. He was great. He's strong. You, yeah, but you're my guy. You're my guy. You're good. You're good." <laughs> and, and he looks so excited to get a phone call from Trump, and I'm just like. Man, I don't know. Like, again, if I did something, like, really big or athletic or crazy, like, you know, I just got done doing something amazing, and my first thing was to get a phone call from a politician. 
like it's kind of weird man yeah that wouldn't be like that wouldn't be something meaningful to me that wouldn't make me like care at all i don't know i do find that like a very strange i'm not gonna lie man i still think ufc guys are fucking losers like if you're not willing to do gladiatorial combat where someone dies fuck you I don't care. There's a reason why boxing isn't popular anymore. There's no bloodshed. If someone doesn't die, I don't want to watch it. Hmm.